0: Hello, thanks for joining. This is Proof of Change, brought to you by ChangeDAO. This is a space to elevate the stories of changemakers using NFTs as a force for change. My name is Drew Simon. In this episode, we welcome back social impact strategist and GM of Changedow, Kelsey Driscoll, for an exciting discussion about the launch of the first ever NFT giving season. Please join me in welcoming Kelsey back to the Proof of Change podcast. Okay, hey, Kelsey, uh, welcome back. It's a pleasure to have you back on the Proof of Change podcast. Uh, a lot has happened since we last spoke.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for
0: having me. Pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, and um, when we last spoke, uh, ChangeDAO just launched its beta to mainnet. Um, it was it was shortly after Share Your Light that we that we had spoken. Um, so fast forward to today, and, and ChangeDAO is preparing to launch version one of its NFT marketplace uh, on mainnet, which is really exciting. So, could you give a quick progress update on where things are at with ChangeDAO?
1: Absolutely. So since our beta launch with Share Your Light, we have also launched Future, which was another uh, free NFT that was created by Kvork Murad to commemorate the ETH merge, which was a huge deal since we last spoke. Um, and as far as organizationally, Uh, ChangeDAO has added a bunch of new team members. We've built out our Changemaker team, and we are ready to onboard our first cohort. Um, So now we are in a very different stage from when we last spoke with the product and with the team. Um, We've made a lot of progress, and we are ready to start elevating Changemaker stories to the world and to kick off our first NFT giving season, which we're going to jump into uh, today. And I'm really excited to know more about.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Love that. Why don't we jump right into it? Um, First, let's set the groundwork or lay the groundwork, though. I know that, uh, you know, to me and you, giving season is a very common term that we hear a lot uh, working in the charitable sector. Um, But for those listening in, what is giving season and why is it important in the broader charitable landscape?
1: Giving season is the period between Giving Tuesday, which is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving here in the United States, through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's very important for nonprofits um, because it is when they make a significant portion of their fundraising revenue. Um, That's due to a couple things. One, it being holiday season. um, Two, it being the end of the year. So Mm -hmm. there are two big kind of inflection points during the year for nonprofits for giving. One is in June, which is the end of the fiscal year. And then one Mm -hmm. is in December, which is the end of the calendar year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so giving season is that period. And especially for crypto donors, this is when they donate the most. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the year, understanding the losses they've had, understanding the profits they've had over the year, and and giving accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention all of the goodwill around the holidays that surround that, at least within the United States. I don't want to mm-hmm. speak to the entire world and their giving seasons, as as ours is kind of narrowly defined based on our um, holiday seasons. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, giving season is a huge deal, um, and it's really the um, the season when nonprofit development teams are working in overtime.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, and yeah, in Canada, it's, it's about the same thing. Um, you know, and giving Tuesday recently has become a fairly big thing here and uh, charities and nonprofits are really starting to latch onto that and, and see the value and just really pushing a, a strong fundraising campaign during giving season. And so i um, really excited now. Thanks for laying the groundwork there. That was really helpful. Um, for those that aren't as familiar and changed recently launched the first nft giving season um, so global grassroots web3 tradition where the nft community gives back and uplifts causes they care about so really bringing the uh, dimension of nft giving into giving season and, and using that as a way to really build up giving season and and, and bring uh, web3 into giving season so what is nft giving season why is it important
1: NFT giving season is important because it's a new way to engage in and have social impact using NFTs, both as a change maker, an artist, an activist, but also as a social impact organization, whether that be a proper nonprofit or a social impact DAO or, or what have you. Um, and so what NFT giving does is it creates um, ownability, accessibility, and then a social way to give and create social impact in Web3. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what what that means is that ChangeDial has built a model um, for NFTs where nonprofits can be an active participant. And that really matters. Um, it create each token. So each Each NFT that is created really represents a new type of digital relationship between NFT buyer, NFT seller um, and, you know, the social impact cause. And so that design is really inherently important to the space and something new that we haven't seen yet. Again, it makes it accessible as well. So not only does it make it accessible for nonprofits to be able to participate in Web3, it makes it accessible for change makers to participate in social impact movements that they care about. Um, and it's, it's an access point on both sides to be able, again, to create this new digital relationship with giving and um, with, with, don- with donating and fundraising. All of this is a community building activity. Uh, again, this was taken into consideration in the design of the actual platform of how people will get connected, stay connected using blockchain technology, and really build resilient communities and social impact movements.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think that, um, you know, it's last year giving season really was the entry point for a lot of nonprofits to crypto philanthropy, right? Um, to kind of dip in their toes in. I see NFT giving now as kind of like a next step, a next kind of progression and engaging with Web3, right? Uh, Enabling them to make use of this extraordinary tool of NFTs to really elevate their causes and to also support their causes with funding. Um, So let's talk about those gaps. So, you know, that's what I think about when I uh, look at uh, NFT giving season is that we didn't really have that way for charities to meaningfully interact with NFTs in a way that was easy Uh, for them um, during giving season or during any time of the year. So what gaps does this fill in the traditional giving season?
1: That's a great question. Um, I think, again, um, there's this gap of the way that we fundraise, and we Mm -hmm. really haven't figured out as a nonprofit sector how to capture donors of Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z. And so I think NFT giving and cryptocurrency donations uh, really provides an avenue and an access point to those donor classes and those populations Mm -hmm. um, that we haven't seen before. And so NFT giving, one, is global. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it gives... And a nonprofit like the one that I work for, that is American, Texas based, a way to reach larger global audiences Mm -hmm. instantly. Um, And NFTs in particular, uh, and the way that ChangeDAO has designed NFT giving um, Mm -hmm. really takes the processing burden. And the administrative burden out of the process. So mm-hmm. it streamlines it for nonprofits. Um, and that is a need and a pain point that has been present forever in yeah. nonprofit giving, right? Um, Drew, you can probably relate in the way that we have all of these different vehicles for giving that mm-hmm. we have to navigate. Um, in the traditional world. Yeah. So see DAFs and foundations and government grants and mm-hmm. all of those. And all of those take an extraordinary amount of um, administrative and bureaucratic capacity yeah. to process and, and a lot of time. Um, and so this gap in the market, the immediacy, the immutability, the transparency, and the automation that mm-hmm. blockchain allows through cryptocurrency donations and how we've built it for ChangeDAO for NFTs um, mm-hmm. is really a huge, um, a, in my mind, a huge deal and a huge gap mm-hmm. that, we're, that we're bridging for the traditional nonprofit world to really actively participate in the Web3 ecosystem, rather than being a passive beneficiary and just waiting mm-hmm. for all of that processing to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. So uh, you mentioned uh, that there are many different tools and, and mediums through which uh, giving happens during giving season and all around, uh, all all throughout the year. Um, and one of those is a crypto endowment, right? And so, obviously, you uh, work within Upbring Innovation Labs, huge. Fan of the work that's being done there, really groundbreaking. Um, I love if you could tell me more about uh, the crypto endowment that is um, that is uh, offered in support of Upbring Innovation Labs and um, what a crypto endowment is and, and what that's supporting.
1: Definitely. And thank you for your kind words about Mm -hmm. UpBring. Um, UpBring Innovation Labs is an innovation lab located in Austin, Texas, that's dedicated to breaking the cycle of child abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have been in the Web3 space for a little bit over a year and a half now, Mm -hmm. maybe going on two years, um, at least in the exploratory phase of things. And we started by accepting cryptocurrency donations in the traditional manner um, and I say traditional manner, crypto giving's only been around for a few years. So yeah. <laughs> as much mm-hmm. as tradition is a word yeah. that you can use there, um, as, as much as it's applicable. Mm-hmm. With that said, we were seeing early successes in cryptocurrency campaigns. And but what was happening was that we would get cryptocurrency donations. They would be um, converted to. US dollars, and then the fiat was actually sent to us. And that's Mm -hmm. how a lot of crypto giving works. And what that means is that the nonprofit is not actually holding the cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. They are not actively participating in Web3 because they are receiving a paper check for US dollars. Right. Um, So whatever the financial service provider institution that is doing that processing is actually the one receiving that crypto. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the idea behind the Crypto Endowment Fund was how do we hold our crypto and really take advantage of the growth potential of this emerging market Mm -hmm. and this cryptocurrency? um, You know, how do we use that volatility as a feature and not a bug? Yeah. Um and how do we hold it so that we can really get its full value? Yeah. and that is where that's the idea of the crypto endowment, which allows us as a nonprofit to actually um, invest that crypto, hold that crypto, and then use that earned income on that pot, on that pot of money to mm-hmm. reinvest in the innovation lab. Mm-hmm. Um. So it doesn't seem like a huge innovation crypto. Well, not crypto endowment funds. Endowment funds have been a thing for a very long time. (laughs) They're vehicles for universities. They're vehicles for nonprofit organizations, foundations, what have you. Um, And investing crypto in an endowment is actually not that novel of an idea either. In the sense that, um, you know, Harvard, for example, has uh, hold some of their endowment in cryptocurrency at oh, this point, okay. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but having an entire endowment of just cryptocurrency is, um, we believe, the first of its kind for a yeah. nonprofit. And so we're really excited about it because it lets us, um, it allows us to fully participate in the market mm-hmm. and really take advantage of the blockchain technology in this, and the cryptocurrency market um, in the sense of uh, its growth potential.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. There's a couple of things that you touched on that I want to dig into a bit. And one is, yeah, around it being the first, you know, fully crypto endowment fund, which was really cool. And uh, you mentioned there again, you know, being at the table as a nonprofit. Um, and then also about, you know, just obviously a lot of charities, accept crypto donations, thousands at this point do. Most of them automatically, when they get the donation, transfer it to fiat currency um, as a way to kind of lock in that donation. Um, But then it kind of takes it out of the the Web3 world. So kind of a two part question here. Why is it important for Web3 assets to remain in Web3? And and why is it important for nonprofits to have a seat at the table like you mentioned?
1: Well, uh, in a sense, uh, it diversifies the market. So I I think we can answer both questions kind of at the same time here. Um, You don't want a concentration of wealth in a healthy economy that is unequal amongst different sectors and industries and in an emerging market that is inevitable, right? Because there are certain actors that are putting liquidity into the market and and legitimizing it, right? In a lot of ways. Um, But... Nonprofits don't only want to be a drain on those resources. Mm-hmm. And so if all of the money that's going to nonprofits is actually going to only a handful of financial institutions mm-hmm. and those financial institutions are just sending money, you know, 30 days after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um That is a great onboarding solution, but that is not a great solution to have nonprofits have any type of power or say in the ecosystem itself as it emerges, which I think is really important. Um, And this kind of goes back to representation matters. Like if nonprofits are at the table now, um, Mm -hmm. I like to say, I like to use the metaphor before the cement's dry, (laughs) uh, then they get to have a say in how the ecosystem is built. Um, and they get to have, and the populations that they represent get to have a say in how the ecosystem is designed so that mm-hmm. it can be designed for more people. Um, particularly those who have been left out of traditional markets and economies, Yeah, which is kind of the dream of web three. That's that wag me dream of creating an economy that's more inclusive. Mm-hmm. And that means that at its design, those more diverse voices need to have a say. Um, and what that means is that we need to be able to hold our own currency, um, Mm -hmm. to have that seat at the table. Mm -hmm. And so I think it all ties together. I I think it's about the distribution of resources and who gets to have power and say, and how things are built and designed. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we are, if nonprofits are only serving as passive beneficiaries, um, then they're really not sitting at that table. Um, And they're not learning and, and um, actively participating on a regular basis Mm -hmm. in these transactions and in the culture. And so um, I think... I think we have a lot to do as an ecosystem to make that onboarding process safer and more enjoyable. And, you know, we talk a lot about how UI UX is something we really, really need, uh, like cybersecurity and all of that kind of thing. Um, but I do think it's important that nonprofits at this early stage are learning how to navigate that risk and learning how to participate and contribute meaningfully um, so that their needs are represented.
0: Yeah, for sure, and I think that to me, that's in the analogy of the cement drying or the cement not being dry <laughs> is that you know it gives them a chance to really help shape the the Web three crypto space as well, right? Um, by having a voice there and making sure that nonprofits are an important piece of that ecosystem uh, as opposed to just kind of someone um, observing from the outside. So, yeah, very well put. Very well put.
1: You know, I, d- I do want to add uh, mm-hmm. on top of that. So this can be seen. In change DAO's design, mm-hmm. in, in the actual design of our product, um, taking into account what nonprofit organizations can and cannot do legally and financially, and how they can be an equal player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that we are really walking the walk in that way. And it can be seen as an example of what happens when you include the audiences that you're trying to serve in, yeah. the, in the actual design process. Yeah. And I hope that more nonprofits follow up brings you know, we, we want it to be a more crowded marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> we we want to have competitors and we, and we want to have, have other friends in the nonprofit space helping us kind of carve this way.
0: Amazing. I love that. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for sharing. Before I move on to the next question, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor for this episode, NFT Go. NFT Go is an all-in-one NFT analytics platform that includes NFT Alpha by ranking, rarity, whale tracking, drops calendar, and more. They are a huge supportive of House, so make sure to check them out at nftgo.io. Um, moving on now, um, NFT giving season just launched, obviously. Really excited about this. Really excited to... Uh, show the world NFT giving powered by ChangeDAO and the, and the amazing power that that gives to causes and change makers to, to tell their stories and to activate their movements of change. So um, obviously storytelling is an important aspect of NFT giving. And I think that that's something that really um, fills a gap as well. You know, we talked about gaps earlier, uh, just the ability of NFTs. Like we've seen some of the just really powerful um, NFT drops in projects that are really telling a story, elevating a cause. Um, it just really gives change makers and causes an opportunity to elevate their story in a different way. So let's talk about that for, for a bit and zero in on that. Because um, this is something that obviously, as I'm sure you can guess, is, you know, I'm really passionate and excited about, right? So how do you see ChangeDAO helping changemakers elevate their stories?
1: I think ChangeDAO is perfectly built to elevate stories from design to team to strategy Mm -hmm. Um, the product itself, the way that we have designed it, um, different causes and different change makers can be linked together to tell a larger story of a movement. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that is really powerful. So that's one part of this one part of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Um, another part of the puzzle is the fact that we do podcast and Mm -hmm. a newsletter and all of this different social stuff. And what we want to do is wrap around a season of curated artists and change makers to help uplift and elevate their stories through those mediums as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we don't wanna tell only the change out story. We wanna be telling the stories of the change makers who are on our platform. Um, and using their NFTs as a force for change in their own communities and neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we like to say that we provide the blank canvas. Um, and so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to not only provide the blank canvas to create, but provide um, the podium so that change makers have a way to speak to their audiences and to the world about the change they're making with their NFTs. Mm -hmm. So um, I think, you know, it's kind of twofold. One, the technology is designed for storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, And then secondly, kind of our team and our ethos wrapping around those change makers and those stories to ensure that we're elevating the um, monumental change that they're making in the world. I guess a third element would be uh, we also do in person events. So uh, these are a little bit more sporadic and one off, particularly right now, um, you know, we're early in this. But we did a GM coffee for change series where we invited uh, change makers that were using NFTs uh, to make a social impact. And we interviewed them on a panel and mm-hmm. we did our share your light thing where we pass around the mic to everyone in the audience so that they can share with the larger group what they're working on mm-hmm. to create a um, really bene- mutually beneficial in-person changemaking experience and mm-hmm. connection opportunity for change makers across sectors and across different issue areas across geography so that they could come together and meet each other. You know, yeah. there's, there's something to be said about in person in real life events um, for change makers to have that safe space Yeah, totally. Um, to share with each other, to get support. You know, change making is a, is an exhausting endeavor uh, no matter how noble. And, you know, on top of that, like helping each other, elevate each other's stories each other's change um, to really create a strong and resilient community yeah. so i think across the board you know from design to execution to evaluation to in-person events what we're really trying to do is weave a strong social fabric um, where change is not only celebrated but it's facilitated supported yeah. uplifted and elevated
0: Wow, very, very well put. And I love that. And I think that that's to me, you know, the thing that I've really enjoyed the most about just being in the web three space more more generally, and I obviously do the crypto altruism podcast as well, It's just hearing the stories of so many incredible people um that are using this tech for good and that, you know, came here um because of the technology and the potential, but stayed for the community of people that are, you know, building around these amazing movements and causes, right? And we've seen that in some of our community AMAs that we've had so far. We've had two and hearing changemakers share their light, share their stories has been really inspiring through the in-person events that you had mentioned as well. There's also the first NFT Storytellers event uh, coming up in the in the very near future, which will be another amazing opportunity for uh, changemakers to, to share their stories, uh, to elevate the work that they're doing. So there's so much power in that and bringing the community together and engaging in this you know collective storytelling uh, to really elevate and, and shine a light on each other's movements. I think is so powerful. So uh, on that note of bringing the community together, we've held our first two community AMAs to uh, to start hearing from the community. Um, you know, because we we want change makers to feel that they're heard. We want to make sure that we're hearing them and and, and meeting their needs. So uh, we're also working on bringing our Discord back, obviously in a safer way to make sure that we're starting to to build our online community there and give folks a safe space to really engage with one another. So. Um, I know you've been speaking at events and networking within the community and and sharing your own story as well. So what's the vibe in the community around Web3 social impact and NFT giving that you've seen?
1: There is a lot of momentum around Mm -hmm. social impact in the Web3 space. Um, It's really exciting to see Mm -hmm. just great minds across different sectors coming to Web3, which is really the edge of innovation right now. And um, creating around around this. I, I truly believe that 2023 will be the year of social impact NFTs and, and NFT mm-hmm. giving, which is super exciting. Um, I know we're, we're launching NFT giving for giving season 2022 as its founding, um, but I think 2023 we're just going to really see an explosion um, mm-hmm. of... And, and which is great, right? Um, you know, this early in a market, having social impact come to the forefront is super important and mm-hmm. really inspiring to me to see that be a priority in the design this this early in, in the yeah. NFT world. Um, and I think our ethos that we just released, Awaken, are really apt mm-hmm. for this, right? Um, I do think, the ecosystem is starting to awaken to the potential of using this technology for social impact. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we'll really see it take off as mainstream adoption accelerates. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of momentum. There's a lot of excitement. um, And hopefully that's going to make for a great giving season.
0: Totally. I I think so. Um, You know, it's interesting because obviously it's been an interesting year for, uh, for the Web3 and crypto space. Um, there's been a lot of you know, concern around the, the market environment and those sorts of things, which I don't really talk too much about. I'm usually focused on the you know, exciting stuff that's happening in the building that's happening. And, and that's because that no matter what's happening in the market, there's still some amazing folks in Web3 Impact just keep on building. And there's so much momentum right now um, around uh, NFT giving, around uh, crypto philanthropy, around Web3 Impact more broadly. So it's really exciting and I can't wait to see um, what happens over the next couple of months? Because, as you know, in this space, uh, a month is a year. So, um, <laughs> so much happening. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, I wanted to wrap things up uh, as we as we near the end here. Obviously, you've been with uh, out for over a year uh, as GM. Uh, you've been hard at work turning the vision of NFT giving into reality. So, it must be really exciting to get to this point where you know we're we're, we're launching and that we're bringing this to the community. So. What are you looking forward to most over the next few months? And how does it feel to see this mission come to
1: life? The next few months for me will be giving season. So <laughs> um, I am looking forward to... Um, Really elevating the story of the Crypto Endowment Fund through a really fun campaign. Uh, No spoilers, because we're going to do a whole segment on that coming up, but um, really excited to announce a new campaign. Really excited to dive into these new ways of giving and to get the experience kind of firsthand on how this can work and use Mm -hmm. that creatively. Um, That's on a personal level, but on a change DAO level, I'm just super excited to start onboarding and working directly with change makers Mm -hmm. to elevate and tell their stories. Uh, We have been working for 18 months to build a quality product, to design a quality product specifically for change makers. And so I'm Mm -hmm. really excited to share our light, to onboard change makers, to start you know, the fun part, which is releasing projects and and really starting Mm -hmm. to see how movements can unfold in Web3 and how community building and community organizing can look with our product. Um, So that's what I'm super excited for and just to get to connect with more change makers, uh, more causes, and uh, more people as as cryptocurrency and blockchain technology is adopted widely. So I think it'll be a really, really fun year, Um, a really intense year and a really fast year. But I'm really, really excited because I feel like we're finally at the place where the rubber meets the road, where we can show value to our main audience, which is change makers who are often not acknowledged, who are often not designed for. Um, for So I'm really, really excited to kind of gift the ecosystem and the community um, this cutting edge solution that we have that we have come up with together.
0: Yeah. And I think that I'm most excited to see the amazing ways that change makers make use of this technology for good, right? Um, Definitely. I think that, you know, we're building this amazing platform that's um, built based on, you know, over a year of consultation on, on change maker needs. And now getting to the point where we can actually see them do amazing things with it and tell amazing stories with NFT giving is I, I can't wait and I can't wait to be a part of those stories as well, you know, in terms of having them on the podcast and just uh, hearing from them at community AMAs and in-person events, you know, that's where the power is to me is, is hearing those stories from change makers and seeing them, you know, do amazing things in the community with this, with this technology. So yeah, very exciting times indeed. So Kelsey, thanks so much again for coming on the show, taking the time to share your story. It was a pleasure having you back. I always really enjoy our conversations and you always have such a very, um, articulate and, and captivating way of, of, of sharing uh, the work that's being done by Changedow. So, so thank you. Obviously a lot of folks listening in might be anxious to learn how to get involved with Changed out and NFT giving season. So what are some of the ways that they can do that?
1: Thank you for having me, Drew, and for all mm. of your kind words. I really appreciate it. It's always a fun conversation. Yeah. If anyone wants to get involved who's listening with and um, you can Well, first of all, Linktree slash ChangeDAO has all of the information that you could ever need um, as far as links to follow. But a little bit of direction on that. We have an interest form that you can fill out um, so you can send us, hey, this is what I'm interested in doing. We hold Ask Me Anythings or AMAs every other Mm -hmm. week. Uh, and that is an organizational update as well as kind of like an orientation to what ChangeDAO does. Um, mm-hmm. We have a presentation deck that we went through and then kind of open it up for questions with the core team. So that's an avenue. If you want to come meet us, if you have specific questions, if you are a change maker but don't know how to apply, um, that's what those are there for. So I encourage everyone to sign up there. That's on our link tree. We post it on Twitter. We post it on LinkedIn. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the most direct way to get to the team. If that's yeah. what you're interested in doing, whether it be as a change maker or a contributor, you know we're always mm-hmm. the door is always open for those of you who want to shoulder up and and help up and help change DAO build. Um, yeah. We are completely grassroots, and so it, it all we welcome anyone who wants to shoulder up and really help us achieve our mission and create this for our ecosystem. And mm-hmm. so. Those are a couple ways. Um, as I said, we have a social media presence. You can follow us there, um, LinkedIn and Twitter. We have a podcast, uh, Drew. Oh, yes. <laughs> so if you love Drew's voice, yes. as you should, and his podcasting, he leads our Future Change podcast. Um, so you can listen there as well. We also have a blog. We have a newsletter. Um, to keep updated via email if that's your preferred medium. Um, so we have a lot of ways to engage. And if uh, you still can't get a hold of us or want to talk to someone, operations at is an email that you can reach out to um, and you'll get a response from one of our core team members. Um, so right now, if you're a change maker, come to an AMA, apply to be a change maker, and you'll get a call back from us. Um, if you want to be a contributor, again, come to the AMA, submit an interest form. And if you're just kind of meeting Change out right now and want to learn more, just go to the materials that we already have out there and have yourself a listen to our podcast or read over our blog to see what we're up to.
0: Cool, amazing. Well, thanks for sharing that. Of course, that'll all be in the show notes. Uh, and all available through the link tree as well. So thanks so much, Kelsey. Pleasure having you on the show.
1: Thanks so much, Drew.
0: Thanks so much for listening in. And a big thank you to Kelsey for joining today. This podcast is brought to you by Change Down, and is produced by me, your host, Drew Simon, founder of Crypto Altruism. Thank you to David All for his production support and a Soul Monster for the beautiful graphics design for the podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a fair review for our podcast, and make sure to visit changedow.org to follow along, and check us out on Twitter at Changedow. For those listening in, I hope you'll join us for our next episode where we welcome another extraordinary changemaker and continue this movement of change one story at a time.